Oi, oi, and welcome to the Orient Outlook podcast with myself, Steve Nussbaum, and as always, my good friend, Staff Dan Chum, the one and only bearded legend, Mr. Paul Levy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode number 87, and we've had a week off of moaning, and it feels really good to be back. I feel quite refreshed, <laughs> actually, and it's even good to be talking about a win, which is, uh, which is even better. With two weeks' worth of news and views uh, to catch up on, let's crack on with a comprehensive roundup of news from around the club, starting, as always, with our friends over at the Supporters Club. Yep, so Supporters Club are running coaches to Wickham this Saturday, 17th of December. They leave Brisbane Road at 11am. Price is £20 for adults, £17 for concessions with a £3 surcharge for non-members. You can book now uh, by calling the travel line on 07722. 135970 and also the ever popular Christmas beer festival is taking place on Friday the 23rd of December doors will be open from 5pm and beers will be from the mighty oak brewery as well as all the usual lagers wines and spirits admission is completely free and their complimentary mince pies will also be available so that's Friday the 23rd of December loads of beers loads of booze Get down. Pies. Talk about carrot dangling. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Okay, so moving on then. We've had an email update from Howard Gould at the Trust. So, Howard, thanks very much indeed. Um, he says, thanks must go to the Leighton Orient um, football, uh, ladies football team. Uh, ladies Vice Captain Lydia Cooper took time out of her evening last Thursday, which was last week on the yep. second, third, yep, second, first, yep. first of, of, of December. And she came to uh, Salisbury Hall 3G in Chingford to present awards to the winners and runners-up of the Kinder Plus Sport EFL Girls Cup. The winners, Stoke Newington School, will now represent the O's at the area finals in January, which is hosted by the Millwall Community Trust. And if successful, they will then move to on to the regionals in February with the ultimate aim to make the final versus a northern school counterpart that will take place on the pitch at Wembley prior to the Checker Trade Trophy final. We obviously wish them the very, very best of luck. So good luck to you all. Yeah, keep us posted on that one, Howard. And also, uh, thanks to Uton goalkeeper Arthur Janitor, who went in goal during the half-time break against Blackpool, and he faced penalties against members of the public who had entered one of the main sponsors who were Energy Bet Twitter competitions, and also to various players who supported the White Ribbon campaign along with the local mayor. The club has been in partnership with this Wolfram Forest initiative since its launch four years ago and backs its message, which is men working to end domestic violence towards men and you can... Uh, to women. Oh, sorry, towards women, yeah. Uh, and you can go on the website, which is www.whiteribboncampaign.co.uk for more information on that. I've not heard of the White Ribbon campaign. That's, no? that's great. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. It was lovely to see ex-player Nigel Gray here for the Exeter game, celebrating his 60th birthday with family and friends. And a thanks to Steve Jenkins and Karen Harrison, who presented Nigel with a bottle of champagne on the pitch at half-time on behalf of the Supporters Club. Yep, also the new Diversity Hub uh, was in use again that evening too, with members of the JLGB-NCS utilising the space, which is the National Citizen Service, after using the club as a base for the community planning stage. Yep, uh, we continued our association with Vi and John Rubin's care home in Ilford and young players Freddie Monker and Miles Judd spent a couple of hours touring the facility and chatting to care users and staff as part of the annual Mitzvah Day celebration. Mitzvah Day is especially designed to donate time and not money and this was the seventh consecutive years um, the, the years that the play, uh, sorry, Start again, and this was the seventh consecutive year. Players have popped in, and we're always well received. And the club 
and the only club to do so. So yeah. great that's fair play. Yeah. Great cause that one. And lastly, on Thursday, Sandro Semedo hosted 15 Leighton Orient Trust students and staff at the training ground, touring the facility, and then spending time answering questions on his own football career, as well as what it takes to become a professional, the difference between levels of football, and the change in lifestyle and psychology needed to remain at that level. So quite a big trust update, that one. So thanks to Howard and uh, for sending it over. And you can see how much work goes in uh, to the community from the trust. And great yeah, to see. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, we had an email in from Grant Conway. So Grant, thanks very much for, for getting in touch with us. He says, hi guys, enjoyed the latest podcast. I pray that Edwards and Webb can somehow rid the dressing room of the problems affecting morale and confidence in the playing staff. Otherwise, I fear our terrible run will continue and we will be relegated. It breaks my heart to see our fantastic club in such a state. Some serious damage has been done to the squad in Bichetti's tenure, especially in the past few months. The new management face a tough task. I would take third bottom at the end of the season now, allowing us a chance to rebuild in the close season with hopefully a new structure throughout the club. We can hope, can't we? Up the O's, Grant. And if you uh, agree or disagree with Grant, um, do let us know. You can tweet us at Orient Outlook. You can email us as well. We are orientoutlook at outlook.com. Yeah, also on Facebook uh, and oh, yeah. on Instagram. So many ways to contact us. Um, and yeah, we like getting messages. So <clears throat> feel free to do so. So as there was no match last weekend, there was no podcast. So moving on into the fortnight that was. So on Tuesday, 29th of November, the club put out an injury update from head physio, Peter Webb on the website so they mentioned quite a few players and it was interesting to see that we mentioned um, those injuries in the last podcast and two days later um, we got an injury update so brilliant maybe someone at the club is listening to us you never know so Harry Cornick was the first player who got a mention so uh, Harry's update was Harry is currently still back at Bournemouth undergoing his rebab rebab his rehab program again and hopefully he will be able to return to the club before the end of his loan period in January so very hopeful there I mean Harry started off the season really well you know getting a few assists good goals hopefully we'll see him again in an orange shirt yep and Liam Kelly was also um, in this update he said uh, his strength is improving and we hope to get him back running in the new year once he's back running again then he should continue to progress through but in regards to seeing him play again it won't be until about February yeah big loss there Liam yeah he massive was, you know scoring a lot of goals from that central midfield position and he was kind of making it tick wasn't he yeah, really absolutely it's a big I'd, loss I'd be excited with him and Atangana in the middle or him Atangana maybe him Collins him where yeah, it gives you options, a yeah. lot of options. And then lastly, they spoke about Teddy Mezegay, who said last Thursday, Teddy joined the squad for the first time and is currently doing half sessions to increase his time. This will be the case until Friday, to which he will then hopefully be involved in full training. From then, it will be a time issue in regards to seeing him play some minutes. But once he gets his minutes up and his fitness hits the level required, we will hopefully get to see Teddy out on the pitch before Christmas. So well done to the club there. Great update and, and good to see that, um, you know, someone may be listening we, we shall see on that one yep um, so thanks very much for that um, update Peter um, although it wasn't to us it's something that the club put out <laughs> um, Wednesday the 30th of November then moving on Shoot Magazine's League 2 Goal of the Month for November is awarded to Jay Simpson for his second goal against Colchester so well done Jay Simpson yep Thursday the 1st of December Jay Simpson pops up again as he is the birthday boy celebrating yep. his 28th birthday so 
Happy 28th, Jay, from all of us at Orient Outlook Podcast House. <laughs> Friday the he's not on Twitter, so I no, think he uh, he misses it all. But Friday the 2nd of December, following strong performances in the under-18 side and in recent first-team games, Henry Ocheng and Miles Judd signed pro terms, both signing for two years. Congratulations, boys. Well-deserved. And it's really, really, really great to finally see the academy producing players who are able to make that step up yeah. into the first team. Absolutely. Um, also on Friday the 2nd of December, a behind closed doors friendly is played at Brisbane Road against Southend featuring plenty of first teamers the O's won the game 1-0 thanks to an Ulrich and Nomo free kick that got deflected in um, I think Southend put out a reasonably strong yeah. side as well and yeah. there's quite a few people in attendance to be fair quite a few people in attendance but I saw some pictures some guys were there and he put some pictures up yeah. and Phil Brown was there watching yeah that was good stands, both, so. um, both clubs obviously put a lot of it, a lot of effort into it and like Simpson played McCannon played um, yeah, some big players play, so good for fitness. Obviously, we're having a game That's on a Saturday, and so for allowing us to try out something new before yesterday. Yeah, and good to see Anomo get on the score sheet. Mm. I, I like the look of Anomo actually. It'd be interesting to see if he's utilised more uh, yeah. over Christmas. Now he's fit again. Yeah. So Saturday, third of December, uh, happy twentieth birthday to Sandro Semedo. So you know he's having a great time at the moment. Semedo, obviously, his time last year wasn't anywhere near the first team, and he's, he's come on leaps and bounds. Um, and also even though the first team weren't in action uh, it was like a standard Saturday as the under 18s beat Stevenage 2-0 with goals from Josh Caroma and Teddy Perkins so the under 18s keeping up that fantastic record still unbeaten in the league uh, I believe this season so well done well done under 18s and just to come back to the guys that had signed their their, their new contracts it's actually really really um, great that the club are actually recognising the talents that we've got because we know that there are lots and lots of scouts sniffing around our players so once they're on pro deals they can't then be snapped yes. up for pittance yeah, yeah, because absolutely. part of the Premier League funding means that their clubs can their member clubs can pick up our youth essentially yeah. um, for developmental costs which is nothing pounds rather yeah, than, yeah. Than, than the money that is actually deserved um, and I think because the youth team is doing so well in the league and they've yeah, got they a big match coming up that we'll come to later against Leicester. Yeah. There's a lot of kind of people looking around. So oh, they're absolutely yeah. important that these players are being signed. And you know, two year deals, that's they're good deals for youth players. Oh no, absolutely. And it means that we'll get proper compensation yeah, for them sure, as well. And we know that there are some some top top clubs sniffing around our players. Yeah. There nice. are some top top clubs. So right, moving on then. Saturday, uh, the thirtieth third of December's been done, so we are now gonna move on to Sunday, the fourth of December. So this is last week's Sunday. The Orient Ladies team sadly were knocked out of the FA Cup in the first round. They lost to Premier League Tottenham, uh, two divisions above them. Um that's unlucky because they played Tottenham a few weeks before and lost two lost nil. Two yeah. nil. So and you know it's it's unlucky, ladies. Well done. It's yeah. you shouldn't shouldn't um Shouldn't let your heads drop over that. Yeah, very close at one. Yeah. So Monday, 5th of December, Alex Chizak is named as the official player of the month for November. So well done to Alex. Uh, Alex has been in great form. We gave him player of the week a couple of weeks ago following one of his performances. Consistently good, Alex Chizak. Yeah. Rarely does he make mistakes. Massively deserves that. We didn't do any competitions last month because goal of the month was pretty obvious. It was always going to be Callum Kennedy. That was the only one really who you would vote for. Um, and player of the month considering it was such a poor month. We just didn't do it really. Yeah. Um, the only one I did think of, the only thing I did think of was save of the month, which of Alex's saves. Oh, was we the could best have done. Save. Maybe thinking outside the box, so I like it. We so, still could do. So maybe in December, save of the month. We'll take it offline and we'll, <laughs> we'll have a chat about that after. Like um, okay, so Tuesday, the 6th of December, then Newport played Stevenage. Now, we don't obviously normally mention um, other teams playing, but this could have had an effect on 
on our league position. So Newport, bottom of the league, played Stevenage, who were sort of towards the top. And a win for Newport obviously would see us go to uh, into the bottom two. But fortunately for us, Stevenage won the game 2-0. So we weren't, uh, we didn't drop down the league. So we stayed as we were. So yep. Wednesday, 7th of December, George Sessions spoke to Andy Edwards about the upcoming match versus Accrington Stanley and said it is a massive game. You can't hide behind it. It is a really important match and we have had a two-week lead up to it. If we can get a win, it can set the ball rolling again and get us going and who knows what can happen. It can change quickly and at the same time for us, it needs to. It's very hard to put your finger on why we struggled at home. I think certainly it is a lack of confidence. As it goes on, the confidence of the players becomes more fragile and that's an issue. Teams also come to frustrate us and we have got frustrated and made simple mistakes which we've had to eradicate. It's hard to completely put your finger on it but it is a lack of confidence and a fear factor to an extent. That is something we've got to try and lose. Winning this weekend will go a long way towards that and take a lot of pressure off for the next game at home. I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Like it. Absolutely bang on the money. Like honest, it. upfront. It's not. It's not nice, but it's honest and it's right. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely love Andy Edwards. He's brilliant. Yeah. Um, okay, Thursday the eighth of December. Um, I went to the fans forum. So just for those who don't know. Um, all EFL clubs are obliged to have some sort of fan engagement. Luckily enough for us, we are a part of that. There was Loft, the supporters club, um, obviously members of the management team at uh, the club. So Vito Michelli as chief operating officer was there. Um, Rob Gagliardi, um, who is the football... Um, I don't know what like, he is. Not, no, like... Uh, uh, no sugar idea. Cubes. I should is. know. If, like football... Head of head of football development, something like oh, that. Oh, is it head of recruitment, mate? Yeah, head of recruitment. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't think of the word. Um, also, Steve, um, Dixon. Steve Dixon was there as well. Colin couldn't make it. He was over at the. He's usually there as the media and communications um, um, uh, uh, representative of the club, um, but unfortunately he couldn't make it. But um, uh, Mike and Dave from uh, Loft, Tony from the supporters club. Um, were there as well Karen as, as the um, supporters liaison officer but also um, Craig who I hadn't met before um, and Craig is the head of security I can't remember what his surname was but he's head of security uh, head of um, Chief Safety Officer. Thank yeah. you, pardon. Chief Safety Officer. So, yeah, nice nice roundtable conversations. Um, hopefully, the notes will be approved um, by well by the, uh, the, the club um, at, by the end of this week, all being well. I don't think deadlines have been set, but once they have been approved, things that were discussed in there can then be obviously public, um, public knowledge. I can't say anything at the moment because obviously I'll be out stepping outside of my remit there. Um, so, yeah. Notes this week. But it will be... Um, it, it was interesting, Okay. Let's put it that way. It was in, it was an interesting chat this week. Nice. So moving on in Friday night for December. So it was another birthday. Happy twenty eighth birthday to club captain Robbie Weir. So lots of birthdays uh, yeah. this month. So yeah. yeah, December bit. You know, December's a good month for birthdays. Yep. Saturday the tenth of December, Sam Dolby became the latest youth player to sign pro terms with the club and signed a two year deal. Massive, massive talent he is. Errol yeah. McKellar put him on our he radar did. last season, last season yeah. and said what a big talent he is. He's already got 11 goals for the under-18s this season. So he's got 11 goals, sorry, and he's only 16, so he's not even... So he's playing 
above two, his two, age two years yeah. yeah and he's still got 11 goals that's yeah. incredible um, so another great signing obviously it's great to see the youth continuing to come through so well done Sam so just as a, as a run of the roster of who's actually signed from the youth we've got Josh Caroma Stephen Alzate Tristan Abrahams Miles Judd Henry Ochang Aaron Pollock Sam Sargent Freddie Moncur Sandro Semedo so that's nine that's players, players isn't it? from that that's team brilliant. from the youth that have come through and obviously there'll be names there that every you know people have seen playing the first team and others that they'll have had fleeting um, uh, uh, observations of yep. when they've played in some cup games. But nine players. Don't forget you've got Granger who also has come through the youth team, even though he's out on loan. You've got players like Michael Clark who's doing very well um, at East Farrick, I think. Yeah, so he could. You know, there's still a lot of players who are doing well, and now you're starting to see a few new. Um, names crop up like Teddy Perkins is starting to crop Adibayejo. up Adibayejo Adibayejo yeah and there's um, the guy who scored yesterday Sotru is starting to crop up as a goal scorer so there's lots of players doing really well so nice to move on uh, a nice swift segue update into the under 18s who won again yesterday beat MK Dons 3-2 Josh Karoma got a double so like we said Josh Karoma's already signed to a pro term um, and with real Sotri Ryu Rule Satoru getting the other so Satoru yeah he's popping up a bit so brilliant to see so well done to the youth and everyone who's involved and yeah up the youth well done yeah. well done young men <laughs> yeah well, well done, done boys uh, Accrington Stanley at home who are Chisek. they yeah, exactly who are they? exactly um, <laughs> so Alex Chisek was in goal Miles Judd at right back Hunt Parks Kennedy Massey Weir Atangana Samedo in the middle and Bowery and Simpson up front with substitutes of Samson Sergeant, and welcome to Teddy Mezegay, who oh, made Teddy, the bench. Teddy. <laughs> Collins and Nomo, Palmer, McCallum, and Dolby. Yep, so three changes there from the defeat versus Doncaster. So Nicky Hunt, Gavin Massey, and Jordan Barry came into the team. Uh, interesting, Stanton Barry made his first start since October the 29th when he started against Crew and was bought off at half time. Um, so he comes back in from the wilderness. Defender Teddy Mezegay uh, features in the squad for the first time. So he was famously famously signed on a three-year deal uh, whilst he was currently injured. So great to see him come back. I'd just like to add, everybody raves about him from his ratings on FIFA. <laughs> yeah, football manager. It's really... Or, or football manager. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's... Yeah, whatever. One of these... Uh, these compu- I heard the guy in front of me say it. Another guy who I know before yeah. the game said like he's met he's mustered because his ratings are all seventy. Yeah. Like I don't know what that means because yeah. I haven't played it. But everyone's saying how good he is. So Could that must mean that he's we've signed someone Could who's proper true. mustered. But there you go. So your thoughts on the yeah, line? My, my thoughts on that looked good actually. I was quite um, happy with the bench. Lots of attackers on there. Lots of ways to kind of influence the match from an attacking perspective. Um, but no Dunn, no Pollock, no Erico, Jans, Benedicic. Like injuries maybe. Just out of favour, possibly. Don't know. No idea. But lots of players there who aren't on the team or around it. Surprised that Pollock wasn't included. I presume Pollock's got some kind of an injury. Erico, no idea. Jantz, who was a first automatic choice under uh, Alberto, doesn't seem to be anywhere near the team. Same as a Benedici. So we'll see what happens with that one. Your Interesting. Th- your thoughts on that? On paper, I thought it was a strong side when I first saw it. Yep. Um, surprised we're over Collins oh, yes. a little bit yeah. from a playing yeah. point of view. But from a, his club captain, so he's you know his name is literally first on the team sheet. Yeah. I would imagine every week. Um, lacking, you know, Warren commented lacking defensive options on the bench. So why is there no Dunn? Yeah. Why is there no Pollock? Um, like you say, I mean, I don't want Erico anywhere near the team. But you know, why is he? You know, like you say, yeah. where, where's he well, gone? Yep. Jansen Benedicic, not really fussed about to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, interesting. Um, he's filled the bench up with. 
uh, with, 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 with attacking options with the exception like of, of, of Mezegay so he's obviously Andy Edwards has obviously thought we need to get at this I'm quite happy with my defence it's just going to be how I tinker with the attacking yeah. Yeah. and I want options on the bench to do that so it was great and it's good to see Sam Dolby getting the experience yeah. and and, and Understanding what it's like to be on on, on the first team. Interesting bench. to see Dorby's ahead of people like Karoma, Azate, Abrahams. Maybe he's doing a rotation to give them the experience. Possibly. So lots of views come in. We'll mention a couple. So firstly from at HRPC UK. So Teddy Mezige is on the bench. What excites for that? Yeah, at Paul underscore LT2P. It's another throw of the dice. Just want them to all put in a good shift. Let's hope we get the win. Yeah, and O's fan base made a good point by saying, I think playing those two forwards shows Andy wants to play on the deck. With more movement and yeah, like they players who like it into feet and like to get out into the channels. Good point there. Yeah, so absolutely. Thanks for all the sweets we got. So match kicked off and to be fair, quiet first twenty minutes. Both teams looked a bit sloppy. I thought um, Accrington probably looking the most assured on the ball. We couldn't really yeah. get into our rhythm. Again, a few stray passes, but little goal mouth action. Mm-hmm. I would say. And Matt Bristow pointed out that they'd put an extra man in midfield to try and help. Drown, yeah. us, drown us out and it did look at times yeah, it's yeah. right it we're did look at we're and Atangana uh, Atang- uh, Atang- were just yeah. chasing yeah, just good, chasing good point there for Matt Bristow yeah. Yeah. Um, so then in the 20th minute Alex Chisak was lucky as Clark has an effort which he spills and was far too casual in reclaiming the ball with Gornell closing in he put one hand on the ball to obviously try and yeah, play yeah. it back it's kicked out of his hand lucky boy luckily the referee blew for a foul even though I thought that he had to have two hands on the ball yeah. so unless the rules are different um, so a bit uncharacteristic from Alex I thought perhaps maybe he's just a little bit nervous yeah possibly um, but possibly. yeah thankfully um, crisis averted yeah 22nd minute the moment that changed the whole dynamic of the game so great turn by Simps he played in a wonderful low ball he to did. Massey uh, and McConville just outside the area takes Massey down as the last man referee Darren Drysdale took his time so obviously the crowd all chanting off 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 and you I, I thought he was going to go for that, even because we obviously sit in the south stand, which is away from the north stand, obviously. Yeah, it's on um, the other end, yeah. Took about three or four minutes. He's taking a long conversation with his linesman, um, Stuart Butler, before the red card was finally shown to McConville, which was brilliant. Um, and John O'Sullivan also got booked following the red card. But you can see from the TV, it was a red, and you could see the defender didn't really have much to say he just got the red and walked off didn't, yeah, he didn't appear there, which kind of shows you everything you need to know on that I one. would like to say we've not had particularly good experiences with Darren Drysdale in the past Okay. so whilst it was a bit nerve wracking what was he going to say what, what decision was he come to I'm actually pleased that he actually took the time to consider the situation yeah. properly because if that was the other way around yeah. you wouldn't want him just to make rash decisions yeah, absolutely. And all, too, all too often I'm crediting the referee I don't normally do yeah. this but all too often they just make rash decisions that affect the whole yeah. game and for it being 20 odd minute 22, 23 minutes in, in the game, yeah. it, ru- it can ruin a whole game for yeah. a team so it, it's good there was a good bit of referee in there in the 24th minute from the resulting free kick from Kennedy flash just wide of the far yeah. post he's Really good, isn't he, Cal? Yeah, very confident really as well good. at the moment. Obviously, following that goal versus Doncaster. Cal, like I'm familiar with him calling him <laughs> Cal. <laughs> the 30th minute, something that got probably another um, thing that got loads of publicity. It was a massive fight in the way end. Is oh, Stanley fans kicking gosh. off with each other? Like, what was that? About? Uh, it was just mental. One guy got chinned and ended up flying down about three, three flights. Rows, yeah, it is, but. You and know, another one went 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 over quite as well. A few of them. I mean, it's on. It's all over YouTube and Twitter. If you haven't seen it, you can go and watch it. It's, 
and shocking, I have, really. I have to say, the response from the Metropolitan Police, who are paid specifically to be there yeah. to help crowd control and security and the safety of fans, Rubbish. were absolutely nowhere yeah. to be seen. Should it's be disgusting. Ashamed. Two of them were stood at the bottom of the stand yeah. just watching. Yeah. Poor stewards going in and trying to break it all up. Well done to the stewards who went in on that. Absolutely because, first know. class from the stewards. Yeah. First class, it's a disgrace from the police, and the club should complain to the Met Police because we actually physically have to pay pay, the police to be there. It's not like they say, oh, well, there's going to be a big crowd, we have to send people on. No, the the, the club pay our budget to to have them there, and they stood there and did nothing until it all calmed down, and then they go in and march them all out. It's like, why waste your time, mate? Just let the stewards do it if you, you know, come in as the heroes at the end. But yeah, that that was shocking, and we just don't know why they kicked off with each other. 38 minutes, Jay Simpson's effort is put wide, following some excellent build-up play from Weir and Massey. Would really expect Simo yeah, to do a bit better there, wouldn't you? If there's one player who you were, who'd won that ball to fall to, it'd be Simo. Simo that was yeah. well wide, that was. That wasn't even close, was, was it? it not? No, it didn't really it connect with it. just wide from us. Didn't really connect with it. Um, 44th minute, Chizak saved well, um, following a mistake by Hatangana, who gave the ball away. I say Nigel's a bit sloppy again at points in that game. He played well, he played better, well, but there's a few... A few times we was yeah. easily dispossessed off the ball. So well done yeah. to Chizak. So two minutes of added time were played and the half-time whistle went uh, at 0-0. Yeah, so as a sort of half-time review, really, although their goalkeeper hasn't really been tested at all, we, we've had the majority of the possession and sadly we just really didn't do very much with it. And considering they were down to 10 men, yeah. they looked really well organised. So difficult to break a team down with 10 men, we all know that. We seem quite um, patient, Yeah. quite assured, quite slow build-up. It was um, good, and we it weren't was, we weren't yeah. panicking. No, and and the crowd were. I've got to say, the crowd were really good again yesterday. They weren't turning on the team. You know, it was very well supported, especially well from what we could see at South, South Stand. Anyway, very vocal. Yeah, well behind the team. You know, no no Bichetti out chance at all yesterday, nope. which was good to see. Yeah, yeah and also nothing. it was good to see Massey and Semedo tracking back to help cover Callum and yeah. and Miles. And Miles in particular was getting a lot of support from yeah. Gavin Massey. So you know, you'd expect them to to have a had a good night's sleep last night. Their number seven. Their number seven seemed to pick out Jard quite early to target him, yes. and he was a bit tricky. Uh, and and Gavin Massey came Massey, back to cover. Well, I presume Edwards said to Massey quite early on, "You got to come you've back and cover him because he's he's a bit, bit tasty at number seven. So, attendance announced uh, at three thousand nine hundred sixty-four with one hundred and fifty-two Stanley fans. By the time. Second half kicked off, no changes from Orient at half time, and sort of pretty poor start yeah. to the second half, really. And you never really would have guessed it was us with 11 men, they had a lot more urgency about them, agree, a lot more impetus, yeah, and a lot more organization. So, yeah, it's a pretty poor start. Yeah, 57th minute, Barry came off from McCullum. I mean, I think I've seen Barry criticized a little bit, and a few guys Quite a lot. sit behind us weren't that impressed, but for me. Midfield absolutely got nothing to him. He was chasing shadows. Same with Simpson. Apart from that one chance that Simpson got, um, no service in. We had a yeah. lot of the ball, but we yeah. didn't weren't really doing that much of it. Obviously, you know, I think in the centre with Wear and Atangana, as solid as they are, there's no real creative spark no. in there. And I think that's something that, that I'm sure Andy's probably aware of and something that he's probably addressing as we speak. But I felt a bit sorry for Barry. Same as what I did for McCallum against Exeter, where there's just no service. And yeah. You can only, you know... These, play, these players aren't messy. They're not going to get the ball 40 yards out and turn and run and smack it in the back of the net. They do need service. Well, those Simpsons did do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He did it once. Okay, but Barry's not Jason. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think people are slightly harsh because he didn't get any yeah. service. But you you notice the difference when McCallum comes on. When absolutely. he puts in a shift, you notice. So you just think that... Uh, 
you know, and, and uh, Bowery did score a few goals last season to help Oxford yep. up. So in the 60th minute, half chance came from McAllen. The ball dropped to Atangana in the area. His shot is parried by Chapman before he then claimed the ball. Yeah, 62nd minute, we got our first corner of the game and it's a good spell of pressure. We had a real good 10, 15 minutes and in 65th minute, the all-important goal came as Jay Simpson eventually puts the ball away. Um, so Miles Judd got down the right wing, put in a great cross. He was starting to get into a few good positions, Judd. Was. I think before that, I think he put about two out just over the bar, didn't get his crosses quite right. This time, put in a good cross. McCallum made a nuisance of himself, got his head to it, knocked it down to Jay. Just Beating just, his I think man. He was just outside the six-yard box, I think, wasn't he? And smacked yes. it in. Smacked it in. The keeper almost saved it. Yeah. Got it kind it of squirmed unlucky. under his body. Uh, and to the relief of the crowd, ball went into the back of the net. Oh. And 1 0, massive That's relief. Amazing. Massive relief. Credit it? to McCallum for outbeating their tough centre back. Yeah, because well. he marshaled Bowery very well the, the, the previous did. game. So the fact that McCallum was in there fighting was brilliant. Yeah. And it was a it was a you know scrappy goal, but goals a goal. Absolutely. Absolutely happy yeah. with that. 69th minute, so just four minutes later, superb double save from Alex Chizak as he first denied Clark before clipping out. Gornell's follow-up attempt, so thanks to the Leighton Orient official Twitter site for that. Yep, 70th minute. Although their man was offside, yes. so... Good. Yeah. 70th minute, Simpson got the ball, 40 yards, tail roundabout, <laughs> just ran and ran with it, dropped yeah. the shoulder. I think Semedo was in a good position there, but there was no way Simpson was going to pass no, the ball. because it uh, just opened up a little bit. Just opened up. It? He just scored a goal, obviously, full of confidence, smacked it just wide, but good run there. Yep, on the 77th minute, we were quite lucky uh, as Accrington Stanley shot just wide. It yep. looked like it was going into the far corner, so luckily... 79th minute, Judd uh, got a little injury, got replaced by Teddy Mezegay, who made his debut and a standing ovation there for Judd. Yeah, you absolutely. Know. He'd done very I well. Considering that's his only his third game. And he's 17. Fair he's play, Miles Very, Judd. very good, Fair yeah. Um, in the 80th minute, we're fired over, over from 20 yards when really he should have got over the ball and smacked it, at least on target. Atangana's initial shot was blocked, which then led to it falling to him. I must say, we're going disappointing. To, we're going to a few good positions yesterday where you're yeah. thinking, shoot. And one time he did shoot, you're thinking, oh, I wish he hadn't shot. Yeah. It's a bit of a strange run there. I don't think we're going to get you many goals. I don't no. think we're going to get many goals from centre mid. Uh, 86 minutes, Semedo um, came off for Connors. There's loads of tweets about Semedo, so we won't mention our thoughts on him yet because I'm sure we will do when we're talking about some of the tweets we've got. Yeah, 89th minute, Atangana made a silly tackle oh, on the edge yeah. of the box. You didn't need to do that there, but luckily the resulting free kick was blasted high over Alex Chisak's bar. Really sloppy to do that, night. Lack yeah. of concentration or yeah, agree. nerves. Five minutes out <coughs> of time were put on the board um, and about in the second minute, <laughs> McCallum got booked uh, as the ball went out of play oh, and, Mc- and McCallum just picked it up and the man went to grab it off him and he just... Just froze it, just threw it out of the guy's way, didn't he? So to give people a bit of context, it, context, it was right by the away end. And those of you that know, there's obviously the block of flats between the south and the east end um, in that area. And there were some barriers that stopped crowds getting through the gate there. Yeah, just threw it into um, it. So basically, it's for a crowd control. And he's literally just launched it down that side alley, which means they'd have to move the barriers... Oh, it was it was a genius thing, but um, he got booked for it. Brilliant, so, well done, Paul. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So the rest of the game is played out, and the full time whistle goes, much to the sigh of relief 
erupting around Brisbane Road as the match ended 1-0. And for the first time since August, rocking yeah, all since over Stevenage. the world is played. Yeah, brilliant. Was, and we are happy to be able to have that playing yeah. at the end of this show. Absolutely. So for Finally. Andy Edwards, after the match, had this to say, said, I think this victory is huge. We didn't downplay the importance of this game during the week. It was massive. Could it be a pivotal match in terms of our season? Well, maybe. It was important to lay to rest the hood of our poor form at home, so to get a positive result in any shape or form was the aim. And we achieved that. I think the home record of a number of sides is not what you expect, but I'm not going to keep looking back on things. It's about looking forward now. We've won today, so we'll look to build on that when we're next at home. But in between, we face an informed Wickham Wanderers. Yeah, so that result meant that the league table pushed us up to 21st. We played 20. We've only won six, we've only drawn three, but we've lost 11 yeah. games. 11 of those 20 we've lost. We've got 21 points and we've got a goal difference of minus four. Considering we've lost 11 games, the goal difference of minus four is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's actually really, really good. good. Okay. Um, my views so on that, views, yeah, yeah, so definitely. finally a win at home, really. Three points is just what we needed. Performance was still quite disjointed and I thought at times there was a a lack of movement yeah. from the Orient uh, Orient players which needs to be improved on but I was impressed with the team when it was announced um, although I did think it's another strong team on paper and I've seen strong teams on paper before and they've lost so yeah. I didn't really hold out much much hope I'm a bit pessimistic there but I thought Chisak, Judd, Atangana Massey and Simpson were standout for me um, today. I thought they had really good games. Fort Hunt was very good as well. Hunt got man in the match in the sub. Uh, True. After Fort Hunt, yeah, was, Hunt done really see, well. See, he went under the radar because he was just efficient. He just cleaned he up. He gave the ball away yeah. unnecessarily. He cleared it out from the back a couple of times to no one. He just launched it. He didn't think he just launched yeah. it. And I just thought, that's not part yeah, of yeah. your game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I, I thought they did very, very well. Uh, Weir still seems a little bit lost in midfield and I was surprised Collins was on the bench. Uh, McCallum's introduction made a big difference and he put in a really decent shift. So absolutely brilliant. Loved how he wasted the time by throwing the ball further away when it's off and he took the yellow card well. It's funny how we're, in, um, we're winning... I think someone behind us said it, that you have a different perspective on wasting time a little bit. Oh, you're all for it when you're yeah. winning. Yeah, absolutely. Because Chapman was wasting, their goalkeeper, at nil, nil. was wasting yeah. time at nil-nil. Yeah. So it came to bite him in, in, in the back. Um, I thought overall the team showed fight and togetherness, which has really been missing recently. And really, all we want as fans to see is fight and and doing well for each other and for the badge. Still lots of, of, of work to do, obviously. You know, as Andy Edwards said, you know, we just wanted to get a positive result. And however that came, it came. You know, we're not going to be Barcelona overnight. Um, yeah. But it was a good starting point. Yeah, absolutely. So for Your me, thoughts? Yeah, just great to get a win at home. Uh, not the best performance, like you said, but there's no debate. The red card changed the, you know, the mm. way the game was going. Seemed to play the ball very slowly. Um, didn't look that great in the first half, but we had a good spell in the second and that goal was coming. So Meadow, thought was poor. I don't know whether he's tired or maybe carrying something that's niggling at him. Yeah. Or maybe because there's no competition on the left wing or there hasn't been, maybe a bit complacent there. But don't forget, he's only 20. You know, So he's, he's a very young season. man. <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. I thought McCallum was very good off the bench. Made a big difference. Same as Ollie Palmer. Bring these players off the bench. They do wonders for They're you. They're impact players. When you start, they don't have the same impact. Yeah. Uh, Judd, very good again. You know, I think really made the point. Only his third start in an orange shirt, but very good. Um, good to get an assist too by putting the cross in. So well done there, young Mr Judd. Good finish by Jay. I'd like to see Collins start alongside Nigel in the next match. Don't think he will though. Um, but we shall see. And also great to meet Steve in the South Stand at yes. half-time who came over and said hello. So thank you for coming over uh, and saying hello, Steve. So 
Those were our views, so your views. So we received, obviously, plenty of views after the match on Twitter. We won't mention them all, but a selection of what we got. So first from that, Jelly Dar. So a lucky red card, but a win is a win. Now time to build on this and gain confidence. Hashtag up the O's. Yeah, at Lenn 4 said, On any other day this season, we wouldn't have made the extra man count and may have even lost the game. A sign of change? Yeah, you'd hope so. Good point there, Len. At Boatsy, said, nice to get the home hoodoo out of the way. Hopefully the team can now feel confident and express themselves on home turf. And can, I, can I also say that the, the, the crowd were actually chanting, although it was a bit flat at times, there were uh, attempts and efforts to, to yeah. sing. I think there's a bit of lethargy from the crowd, but generally it was, it was, it was I good. Thought, I thought it was good, you know. I yeah. think it, if you'd gone back three or four weeks and it was 0-0 against 10 men around about the hour mark, you might have seen the crowd turn. Yeah. But we didn't yesterday, it was good. Yep, at Wadsey, yes, a win's a win. But a very poor performance. Players visibly low on confidence. We shouldn't be playing, let alone be captain. Yeah, good point there on where we seems to be splitting the fans a lot. Yeah. At IR Matthews FC, so looking like the team are now playing for each other with a good blend of youth and experience. Very good, good point. point, yeah. Good point. Taser Jr. said, I don't care how we win as long as we do. Yep, absolutely. Issues still there. Need more creativity in midfield and think Kennedy had a good game. Yeah, yeah calling out Kennedy, fair. yeah. Okay, fair point. Yeah. At Simon Bedford, so better, but the sending off changed the game in our favour. Hopefully now this can be the start of better things. Yep, at PankP007 said, nice to hear rocking all over the world. Don't think I've heard it, heard it since Live Aid. <laughs> Very good. At Janine Adelman said, much better, especially from Paul McCallum, Gavin Massey and Miles Judd. The signs are good. I'm now looking forward to Wickham. Yep, at Chris Kane underscore 1992 said, not pretty, but you don't get extra points for style. A base to build from and encouraging to see Teddy make his debut. He was good, Teddy. I've got to say, Teddy's first touch was a massive hoof right up the field. It was brilliant. It was just typical Orient defending, wasn't it? Dennis loved him, didn't he? Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, at the Authentic Gas said, I bet rocking all over the world was tricky to find today. Must have been as dusty as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the archives, that one. At Kevin Cowlin said, at last, a structure, organisation and desire. Bodies on the line and looked like we wanted it. Well done, Andy. Great start. Yeah, like that, Kev. At David DeHanno said, might have to start coming to Brisbane Road more. First game and they win. So well done, David, for getting into your first game. I think David's been in contact with us for a couple of weeks now. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the game and one out of one. So, David, you are welcome anytime. Anytime. Come back. Yeah, at John Macker 1977. So happy for Andy. We have the right man in charge. The performances will come with time, but for now it's all about three yeah. points. Got to say, the players did look like they were more up for it yesterday. Very good. Yep. At Bill Fleetheat, he said, Robbie, Weir club captain <clears throat> or club clown? At Jimbo1404, good in patches, rode our luck at times, but thought we had, but thought we hadn't had the rub in, in some of the others. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to be lucky. Luck. You know, you yeah. got to be lucky sometime. At Vince Howard seventy three, so looked a lot more eager once McCallum came on. Defense seemed to get stronger as the game went on. Good points yeah. there. McCallum seemed to really kind of just get, get into it. it straight away. Yeah. Didn't he kind of. Making them concede fouls where they didn't want to concede fouls and being a right nuisance and yeah, it did pivotal it, part in the goal. Yeah. Uh, J.E. Staff tweeted a huge three points we were f- we were poor for most of that but carved out the three points that's all that matters first win for Andy Edwards on to next week yeah at Chelsea Fish entertaining essential three points but the misspelled graffiti betchty out and the Stanley fans fighting <laughs> each other was genius so yeah let's just mention that we didn't mention it but it was a bit of graffiti around the ground on the east stand and the south stand yeah. south east stand and yeah. there's something in Italian Turnstiles. that we can't mention uh, the translation because it's a family show but um, oh I didn't see that interesting yeah I'll I see you after that. okay Bradley Ackers 95 said looked a threat when McCallum came on Massey played well first half Sandra had a game but Sandra we finally bad, won at home Sandra had a bad game that says um, well, yeah yeah Sandro yeah 
for me, he's been best. off it for a while. Wasn't his best. But maybe now with Andy in charge, maybe we'll yeah. see a bit of confidence instilled in him. Now Venomo coming back, maybe we'll get a rest as well. At yeah. Sharky War. So still can't believe we've won at home. Have we turned the corner? Yeah. I'd hope so. LOFC 1978. Little quality, but a win. Only Simpson and Massey play well. Rare off day for Nigel. Samedo was poor. Good to see Teddy finally. A lot of love for Massey. Yeah, no, he did well. He did well. Charlie underscore Paul said, I love how honest AE is in his interviews. No nonsense, no excuses, just a good, honest assessment. And he also tweeted just before we started recording saying, I'm all for Edwards playing Judd and Pollock, but where is Josh Doherty? Wasn't he meant to be an exciting prospect? Good point there. He went on loan to Altrincham. Came back. Came back. And it's been about two months ago, wasn't it? So now we know where Charlie Granger is. He's on loan at Hampton Richmond. So where is Josh Doherty? I'd like to to, um, have the club put him back in the first team on the bench. Don't see why he shouldn't be. Mate, no idea what's going on with that one. Don't see why... Don't see why... There's no good reason, footballing reason, why he shouldn't be. Um... Digger H773046, mighty relieved leaving the ground tonight. Team looked nervous up to the sending off. Scrappy winner, but who cares? Yeah, D David U says, we won. Wow, it's a weird feeling. Scrappy goal, never looked comfortable, but three points. We do know need more firepower. I mean, if we're going to get more firepower, someone's got to go. We've got four forwards in. You can't keep getting plays in and have no one leave. Plus you've got Abrahams, Dorby. So that's six forwards now. If someone's going to come in, someone has got to go before someone can come in. I yeah, would imagine that's what FB must happen. be saying. We'll see. Don't see that happening. At Orient Fan TV tweeted saying, players seemed up for it today. More commitment, more desire and more passion. Should have scored more, but we won at home. Hooray. Lots of big words there being used. So maybe a big credit should go to Andy Edwards there for installing Commitment, those, desire and yeah. passion, yeah. At IMMO. It's a performance, but Semeno and Barry were off the pace. And where again was anonymous. Scrappy goal, clean sheet and three points. Richie J. Bourne said, made the trip to here rocking all over the world and got my wish. Happy days. Sandro's trying too hard, which is not helping his game. Good point. Fair, Maybe fair trying point. too hard. Yeah, Bujan yeah. JP said, just see the impact uh, of an interested Paul McCannum, what he had. He outbattled a huge centre-half to set up Jay for the winner. So yeah, yeah. McCannum, still an influential player on his day. Yeah, final word this week goes to at M0PHO, who said, it wasn't great, but it was a win. Enough said. Yeah, I like that tweet. Very yeah, short. Good point to end on. Very good point. So thank you for all the tweets. You can always tweet us at Point Outlook. Uh, so prediction league update. So well done to at Joe underscore Pabbit, at Simon08, Edward, at Orient Fan TV, and CM Oriental, who predicted 1 0. But a mega well done to at only one uh, team, I think that is. I think I've spelled that wrong. Who predicted 1 0 uh, and Jay Simpson to score. So picked up the bonus point, getting four points. So yep. well done there. There's no change at the top of the prediction league as Nino Barone 27 is still top and MP Allen Triple Two is still second. The full table is visible on our Facebook yeah. page. Just search Facebook Orient Outlook Podcast and it is there for all to see yep. in all its glory. Fantasy football update quickly. Elliot Hart Free Peers is top of the Orient Outlook Podcast Fantasy League on 837 points. 38 points clear now of Dwayne Bingham in second place. For me personally, terrible week. I'm now 31st after playing my wild card and having it massively backfired. Oh, no way. That's a shame. I'll have to get involved and help you. Those are the breaks. Sunday the 11th of (laughs) December. Today, earlier on today, Gavin Massey is named in the Football League paper League 2 Team of the Week, uh, sorry, Team of the Day following his performance in yesterday's 1-0 win over Acklington Stanley. Yeah, well done. Well done, Gav. Also, it was Theo's Christmas party at the club today in the gallery. It looked like a great day it was had by everyone. Some great photos coming out. Great to see some of the 
players there. Loads all of the them. Players. Pretty much all of them, I think. Really good. So well done to everyone at the club involved with that. And if you went, I hope you had a great day. Yeah. Um, this week's positives and negatives or yeah. this past fortnight. So finally, a win at home. Yeah, I mean, a that's massive. Sheet. Like you said, massive. First minute since August, which is ridiculous, yeah. really. Should be having to wait that amount of time and yeah. also to keep a clean sheet. So, yeah, very good. A bit hairy at times, but, you know, a clean sheet is, yeah. is what we needed and, and Andy Edwards' his first win. So brilliant. Yeah, all those are massive brilliant reliefs positives. as well. Right? Yeah. Edwards has got his first win under his belt, win under our belt on a clean sheet. Brilliant. So negatives, uh, only got two, uh, incredibly. First negative, Sandro Samado at the moment seems to be on a poor run of form. You know, a lot of tweets in about him. Maybe he's trying too hard. Maybe he's just knackered. But we hope he can sort that out. And another point we made um, following yesterday's matches without Kelly, we don't have any scorers uh, in midfield at the moment. Or creativity. Or creativity. And it's, you know. It's coming from the wing, not. Yeah. Usually you need the midfield to be chipping in. You know, Atangana picks the ball up and he does take the ball forward. He does drive forward. He's got a good bit of skill. He's. Very confident to play to bring the ball out from defence, and you think Nigel, please just get rid of it. I think barring Massey <clears throat> in that midfield, you haven't got any other goal scorers. I don't think Semedo is going to get you more than four or five goals. Yeah. Where in Atangana aren't known for their goal scoring prowess. Massey got quite a few early on in the season, but he's the only one who you look at and go, he might make something happen. Do you know? He I'd be inclined to try four two three one. So you have Weir and Atangana in the back, yeah. uh, in the, protecting the defence, and the three would be. A Nomo as a winger rather yeah. than a Semedo. You'd have Collins in the middle yeah. and then Massey on the right yeah. and, and then Simpson up front. Don't forget you've got Cornick. Should he become available again if he gets over his injury? Yeah, we'll see on that one. I but don't think he will. Lots of options. Lots yeah. of options. And then when Kelly comes back, have Kelly instead of Collins or Kelly and Collins with Massey, something like that. It'd be quite attacking. Still got Sammy Moore to come back from Dover in January, I believe. Maybe he'll get a recall. Um, obviously, Andy Edwards has worked with him before, obviously, assistant manager last season. Interesting there, yeah? lots of options. Yeah, so shout. Um, moving on in Hero of the Week. Yeah. Things Hero of the Fortnight, then, I guess. The Hero of the Fortnight, yeah. So well done to Andy Edwards, who takes our Hero of the Week. So well done, Andy. Can I just say, no expense bed on the drum roll either. <laughs> just use the table. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, next week's fixtures, it's just the one. We've got Wickham away on Saturday the 17th of December. They are very much in form at the very moment, as is form. their certain, their star striker, Scott Cashkett, who scored nine goals in no, seven or something. now ten in... Ten in nine, I ten think, in eight. eight, something like that. So he's very much in form. Wickham are now sixth in League Two after a poor start to the season. They got a decent run. I think they won four games on the trot they and did. pushed them well up the table. They beat Notts County yesterday, two 0 away. Akin Fenwa got sent. They got two yellow cards, yeah, so, which means he absolutely won't be, shouldn't be playing next week. Yeah. So um, good luck to the. Go yeah, on. I was going to say, just please do not let Scott Cashkit score because it's just written on the wall isn't it yeah, ex-player never given Always. a fair shot of Orient bang on form Although, he's going to be so up for this game it's going to be unreal yeah he will he's going to be absolutely unreal how up for it Scott Scott I wish you all the best of luck in the season mate just apart just from, not next week just or apart the from return. next week um, <laughs> um, also yeah. yeah so yeah good luck to the youth team who are playing Leicester away in the third round of the FA Youth Cup on Wednesday night at the King Power Stadium. I'm hoping to be able to, well, I'm going to go to that and I'm just seeing if um, any of the other guys yeah. are, are about. If anybody else is going, please tweet us, let us know yeah. if you are going or not. be good to, to get a little group together. Yeah, well, I mean, what an experience for those young men, going to play in the home of the Premier League champions on Wednesday. What a fantastic Amazing. experience. And, you know, they're going to go there with their heads held high. I'm beating in the league. Very confident a lot of those boys now on pro deals. 
Best of luck, boys. Yeah. I'm sure the official club Twitter feed are going to be all over it yeah. um, on Wednesday night. So that's Wednesday night. So if you go and have a safe journey, let us know. Uh, you know, if, if me or Paul do make it up there, I'm doubtful, but Paul might, I'm, I'm might going, do. Yeah, It'd be great to, to see you up there. So that's it. So thanks for joining us for the long-awaited episode 87. So it was two weeks since Leo's last played, and it was great to report in the two weeks no controversy off the pitch it's just Love been it. like a normal football club again yeah. uh, a better performance on uh, yesterday so let's pick up three points with our first home win since August and Andy Edwards' first win as late United manager so hopefully we can push on from here so we'll be back with our Christmas special next week so that'll be episode 88 so that 100 is coming closer all the time and if anybody's got any suggestions of what they would like to hear more of or less of or in particular if there's anyone that they'd like to try, us to try and yeah. get hold of Please outside of the first team let us know we will do our best yeah absolutely so next week 88 Christmas specials make sure you tune in so we look forward to hearing from you and as always keep calm and listen to the Orient Outlook podcast thanks very much for listening and we are delighted to be able to play rocking all over the world for the first time in yeah. a very long time enjoy it take care everyone <laughs>